We are going to begin our review of yesterday's daf. Yesterday was daf Lamed Dalit. Today is Lamed Hey. We're starting a new parak today. And, um, okay, now I have to remember the name. Okay, we are learning with the Nishmas. Avram Ben. Uh, Aaron Ben. One second. No, but no that was the other one. second. I'm going to get that okay. right. Oh, one at a time. Yes, Avram Ben Yonatan Yehuda. Um, that was a different sponsor. It was my, my brother's neighbor, actually, who somehow got hooked on the podcast and he listens religiously. And, um, and now there's this fellow in England that caught up, uh, that uh, contacted. He wants to sponsor today's daf in honor of his father, Aaron Ben Avram. As well, and also I have a mind from Bashmol Shimon, and Daniel Benet Baruch Ben Amy, and also I have a mind from Shlaim Tolu Needed. And with that, we'll get started on the review um, from uh, from the Mishnah. That's where we're starting from. So, person um, gets up to Davin, and uh, he gets uh, like a bad case of stage fright, and he cannot continue. So the halacha is is that uh, you uh, take him down and somebody else should go up. And at that time, the person who's requested to take his spot should not be, you know, follow the general protocol of being, um, you know, refusing to get, go up right away. Uh, rather, he just goes up and uh, because the waiting is uh, not appropriate. Okay. Um, where does the new uh Fila daven from? He starts from where the bracha that the other person left off from. He starts from the beginning of that bracha. Um, when somebody is leading services, he doesn't answer a main to the birchas kahanim because that might mess him up and he'll lose his place. Um, and uh, if he's a kohen, he doesn't do the nesias kapayim because that'll also mess him up unless he is so assured that he's comfortable with his davening that he could go from one to the other and you wouldn't mess him up, then he can do so. So that is the Mishnah. And then we saw in the Gemara what that... What have to do keep turning around? Yeah, I actually yeah. saw it. I saw it. Isaac Harris one time, there was nobody davening for the Ahmed, and he was the only coin, and they davened during the week with, uh, they also do Nesiyah's Kapayim, and he did both. I don't know how he did it, but yeah, whatever. He, he has to jump around. Right. Saw, we, we had another one that did that. Yeah, I've seen it, I've yeah. seen it done. It's pretty cool. But anyway, you're, you're not allowed to peek. That's all you need. You have to be young for that. You have to be young. What? But somebody has to call it out for him. Yeah, somebody else calls it out, but I'm saying, but, right. Anyway, I just know that I've seen it done. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the rabbis learn that uh, somebody who goes up to davening in general, you know, before you get called up to ask the, to lead services, you're, not, you're supposed to. It's appropriate to, to say no thank you and give it to somebody else. There's other people more worthy than myself. And if you don't do so, then it's kind of like, um, like, a, like an, a cooked food that has no salt in it, meaning it's... It lacks taste. Okay, it's tasteless. Okay, if, however, he does uh, turn himself uh, tur- um, refuse more than he should, so then that's like it's oversalted. So like you're taking it too far. Okay, the right amount is uh, the first time he asks you, you say you say no, thank you. You offer it to somebody else. Second time he asks you, you already start motioning as if you're starting to get up. Third time you go up and and don't ask any questions. So that's the right amount of salt, so to speak. Then we saw there are three uh, things that a lot of them is, is uh, bad, but a bit, little bit is actually very good. And, there's, and they are yeast, salt, and uh, refusals, okay, in general. Somebody asks you to do something. So uh, that's an honor. So that's the difference. 
Um, so basically, okay, the yeast, obviously too much yeast will ruin the bread. You have to have the right amount. Salt, also too much salt ruins it. And Sarvonus, a little bit is good, more, too much is no good. Now, then we saw Ravuna, says, if the person made a mistake in the first three blessings, so where do you start from the beginning? If a person made a mistake in the middle blessings, the middle 13, then you go to the beginning of the 13, Atachonim. If a person made a mistake in the last three, then you go to the beginning of the last three. That's what he said. The problem is, Ravasi says that any of the middle, there is no real order, and therefore, wherever he left off, you can sort of follow from that. Now, Rav Shesha asked, how does it, what's Pshan Rafuna? It said in our Mishnah that where does he go back to? He goes back to the beginning of the bracha that he made a mistake. You're telling me you go back to the beginning of the middle brachas. So the answer is Rav Huna holds that the middle bracha is, meaning the middle section is like one big bracha, and therefore that's what it means. You go back to the beginning of that bracha, meaning that section. Okay, next we saw that a, a review that says that a person should not ask for um, any personal request in the first three blessings. By the way, the Mepharshim do ask, how come we, um, we say on the Yom Ra'im, these special requests in the beginning, right? We say, Zachreinu uh, L'chaim, uh, right? We do have, and it's a question, why is that, how, does that, how is that legal? What's the pshat in that? But anyway, it's just a, it, it is a discussion. Anyway, bottom line is, that's not the right time for a personal request. The real answer is that that's not for us, it's for everybody, it's uh, communal, and therefore that's an exception. Anyway. Um, that's the first three. The, um, um, and uh, the first three are really there. That it's, the, the middle three is the one that you actually ask your request for, the middle section. Now, um, we saw that uh, the first one is sort of like when you're organizing a, a servant who organizes the praise before the master. The middle one is where he asks for whatever his request is. And the last one is the thanks and the appreciation for having been granted the request. Okay, and that's the, that's the order of the tefillah. Next, we saw there was a story about a student that he went to lead services in front of Rebbe Lezer, and he was going on and on and on. And the people were complaining, oh, he's davening too, way too long. So he says he's not davening longer than Moshe Rabbeinu, who did 40 days and 40 nights in prayer. Okay, <coughs> so then there, was a, okay, then there was another story of a student who did it very quickly, and they complained that it was too quick. So he says, boy, uh, so he said, well, is it shorter than Moshe's prayer? Moshe, when he davened for Miriam, he said, Kelna, Rufana, Allah, five words, and that was all he said. So that's uh, not less than that. So basically, my understanding is from that Rabbi Lazar is saying, it's just let it, leave it be. Don't, don't complain. Just accept it. Um, Rav Chizda said that when asking mercy on a friend, you do not have to mention the name. Meaning, when you're davening for somebody who's ill, it's okay if you don't know the name, because we see from, even if, uh, here, he, Moshe even knew the name of Miriam, obviously, but he didn't mention the name. He just said, Kelna Rafan Allah, and Hashem knew who the Allah was, his sister. Okay, and that was good enough. And you see that it's not a requirement to have the name mentioned. So anyway, that's the Allah. Brings us to the next thing that uh, there's uh, the bowings of and davening. So we saw we saw that the, the proper place to bow is in the first brach of, of the Amida, which is Avos. So in the beginning and at the end of Avos, so Mug and Avram. And then the, the two the, the beginning of Motim and the end of Motim. So Motim and then the Tovshim Khalakhan Elodos, that's also where we bow. That's the basic halacha. Now we did see 
Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi said in the name of Rishul Malevi that that's uh, in the name of Bar Kapara, that that's true for a regular person. However, Kohen Gadol is different. Every end of a bracha, he, uh, he would bow. And a Melech is even more different than a, than, a, than a Kohen Gadol. He does at the end and at the beginning of every bracha. So, um, this is version A. Then we saw Rabbi Yitzhak Baranachmeni. He said, I actually heard from Rabbi Shum Levi a little differently, which is that a head yod does, as we say, only in first bracha of Avos and also by Modim, before beginning and end. And a Kohen Gadol does the beginning of each bracha, not the end of each bracha. And the Melech, once he bows in the beginning, he's supposed to stay in the bowed position the entire Amidah. And he doesn't stand up till the end. And we see that from Shlomo Melech, that he, after that prayer, he, then he got up, meaning that he was entirely, entire time in prayer was about in a bad position. Next, we talked about what are the various types of bowing. So there's one bowing called Kida. A king bows the Kuala Bilkafi, he bows all the way down on his knees. Is that what he's talking about, Shlomo? That's what it says. He has to okay, humble himself. Okay. Bigger the person you are, the so, more you have to know yourself. That's what that's what Rashi explained. Uh, we saw we spoke it out yesterday that the greater the person, the person who's in a higher right. position, needs an extra measure of humility to so and that's the difference. Okay, next we talked about is <coughs> the various types of bowing. We used we saw the word kida as a form of bowing. That's um, and that's where your face is to the ground. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, we had Levi showed Kida and it was dangerous. That's because you're really basically doing a push-up almost. And you're not supposed to, and the ideal way is where nothing's touching the ground except your face. So that means like he's touching it just with, it's like a push-up on, just on your thumbs. Okay, it's not so easy. Okay, anyway. Um, and then you have to get from there to a stand-up position. So that was the really hard one. Anyway. Back to the gym. Back to the gym, right. So that's Kida, as we find by Batsheva, Apayim Oretz. Next, we saw Kriya, that's on the knees. And that uh, we see Mikroa Al-Birkav, and then, uh, so you know what that is. And then Nishtachava is uh, what we call Pisha Diyotam that's where you're f- laid out on the ground completely. And that, um, and that is Nishtachavos L'cha Aretzog, we see that from the word Nishtachavos. Now, of course, we don't do that except on the high holidays, but uh, okay. That's the story. Next, we saw is Rav Chia Bered Rav Huna. Um, he said, I saw Bayan Rava, where the, what the, and this is why that's not the custom. We don't do this on the floor. We're Matzli Yetzluye, which is leaning on our left side when we're doing the Filas Apayim. We don't go all the way on the ground. We just lean on, our, on, on, on the side. And that's, the, that's the, how we do Tachman. Okay. Um, next, we saw... That um, if you uh, we saw a place that if you bow by hoda it's meshubach and we saw another bracelet that says that if you bow it's meguna so which is it so uh, our first answer is is that there's no it's not difficult one's in the beginning of hoda and the other is at the end of hoda okay so until um, you're supposed to and the end you're not now Rava bowed both in the beginning and the end so they asked them I what. I thought we learned from the contradiction that you're only supposed to do in the beginning and the end. So he says, "Look, I don't know. What you, I don't know what you what your answer is. All I know is that I saw Rav Nachman bowing in the beginning and the end, and I saw Rav Shesh is doing that. If it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. The previous generation, this is what they're doing. Now, I what about the brisa of bowing by Hoda? It's not. It's Maguna. So that's not the Hoda of Amida. 
It's the Hodah of Halil. So the Gemara says, I, but there's another price that says, bound by Hodah, and the Hodah of Halil is Megona. So that's, so isn't that one of them, at least Davnik? So the Gemara says, no. Neither of them are talking about Davnik. One's Halil, you buy the Hodah Lashem Kitov, you're not supposed to bow. And also the regular, the Hodah by Birchas Hamazon, because we also say, no Delecha, that Hodah you're not supposed to bow, that's not appropriate, it's only in the Amida. Okay. Next, we talked about is the idea that when in the Mishnah, that when somebody is davening and then he makes a mistake, that's actually a bad sign for his davening if he gets caught, <coughs> gets stuck in his davening. If he is the shliach tibor, then it's not a bad sign for him per se. It's a bad sign for the people who put him up to daven. Why is he getting stuck? Because it's uh, because it's like almost Hashem doesn't want the blessing, the prayers to go through. Okay, and uh, the reason is because the shlocha shaladam kamoso, a person's messenger is, uh, is you know, is taking his role. They said about Rabbi Chanina Mendoza that when he davened for the ill people, he was apparently, re- there was a lot of requests from him, and he would always uh, tell you if the guy's going to get better or not. He would say, this one's going to live, this one's going to die. they say, how do you know? So he says, I can tell if my tefillah goes smooth, then I know it's accepted. If my tefillah is not going smooth, then it's not accepted. And that's, and, that, uh, and that's how I know. Okay. Now, the first question is, is that when we say this person makes a mistake, it's a simon ralo, is that anywhere in davening? Um, that, would be, uh, that would be a bad sign. Because okay? uh, people do get caught up in various places. The Gemara says, you're right. It's not all over in davening. It's only in the beginning. And you're Amita, right? But brach of avos, that, that's, if you messed up over there, that's where it's a bad sign. That's one explanation. That's Rukhia in the name of, of Safra in the, from someone in the school of Rebbe. Now, we did see that uh, others say that that line was going on something else. There's a halacha that a person davens, he has to have kavana. Now, if you, it's too hard to have kavana on the entire, uh, the entire Amidah, you should have kavana on at least one of the brachas of the Amidah. Which one? That's the same person who says that it's Ba'avas. The first bracha, one should have extra measure of kavana, and that's why, um, you know, at least concentrate in the first bracha as best you can. To, okay, your mind want, may wander afterwards, but try to stay focused at least for the first bracha. Okay, next we talked about Rabbi Hanina. So the question is, where did Rabbi Hanina base his idea that it's going to work better if, you know, if it goes smoothly? So it's based on a pasuk. The pasuk says, Bore nivsvasoyim, Shalom, shalom, la rochok v'la korov hamar Hashem urufasiv, which is basically saying when the expression of the lips come out peacefully, smoothly, so then that's where Hashem says, I will heal, and that's when the, the tefillah is accepted. So that's the understanding, and that's where Rabbi Hanina Mendoza got that idea. Now, once we mentioned that pasuk, we saw some, 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 Shatim. So, um, uh, first, as an aside, when the prophets were prophet were talking about the future, um, uh, great t- times that are going to be expected. That's only for the people who are tangentially connected to a Talmud Chacham. They are not. Um, they're not themselves a Talmud Chacham, but they're connected somehow. They married their daughter off to a Talmud Chacham. They uh, provide um, some business, some income to the Talmud Chacham. They're Mahana Talmud Chacham somehow, giving them some benefit. But the Talmud Chacham's reward, that nobody, not even any prophet was able to experience that or see that. That's one. Next we saw um, is... Um, um, that, that, next we saw Rabbi Kibar Abba, the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that the Nevi'im only were prophesying about the days of Mashiach, but not Olam Abba. 
Alibaba, they have no musag, no concept of what was that about. And uh, that's uh, the other one. Now, that actually is a steer to Shmuel, because Shmuel says that the days of Mashiach is not any different than our days, than, than this world. The only difference is one thing, is that uh, basically we will have our own autonomy, we won't be under uh, another kingdom. Uh, ruling, but uh, besides for that, it's it's the same, and that's what the pasuk says. Kilo There will be even poor people, very poor people. Doesn't that's going to remain? Next, we saw Zerbchir by Abba, the name of Yochanan. All prophets um, are only uh, for uh, they're only talking. about, And this is why we brought down this whole conversation. It's only talking about Bali Tshuva, but Sadikim Gemurim that that nobody ever saw the reward for the Tzadik Gomor. Now. On that, we said that doesn't fit with Rebavo, because Rebavo says that Bali Tshuva are actually on a higher level than the person who's a Tzadik, or who always was a Tzadik. And that's because it says, Shalom, Shalom, La Rachok Vilakaros. This is the same passage we quoted before. La Rachok first, meaning the Bal Tshuva, and then the Karov. So the Gemara says that's not how Rabbi Yochanan understands the text. He says what Rachok means is somebody who's always far from sin, meaning he never ever did a sin. Karov is somebody who recently um, sinned, and now he became distanced from sinning. But, uh, so that's how he understands that. What is this Ayin Loras, and what is this, that, this reward that eyes have never seen? So Rabbi Shumalevi says that's the wine that has been, uh, been set aside from, um, from Sheshes Yimei Breshes. That's one shot. Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmeni says that this is referring to Aden because um, nobody ever saw what Aden is. Uh, maybe you'll say, what do you mean? Where was Admarishon? Wasn't he in Gan Aden? So the answer is yes, he was in Gan Aden, but that's not the same thing. There's Gan, and then there's Aden. Gan is the garden that's fed from Aden. We showed a Pasuk, because the Pasuk says that the river came out of Aden, and it gave the Gan the water, so the Gan is a separate area than Aden, and Aden, nobody ever knows what the, what, what, how great that area is. Uh, the only people we have experience or exposure to is Gan Aden, not Aden itself. Next we talked about is, there was a story of Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel had a son that was sick, so he sent two Tamid HaKacham to Mendoza to Davin on behalf of his son. So, uh, once he saw that uh, these people were coming, so Reb Bendos was able to figure it out why they were coming. So he went upstairs, and he davened for the son of Reb Gamliel. When he came down, he said, you guys can go home. Everything's finished already. He, the son's all, he's all better. The, the fever passed. So he said, are you a Navi? So he says, I'm not a Navi. I'm not a prophet. I'm not the son of a prophet. But I have a rule, a, a tradition, that if my tefillah goes is it, it goes smoothly, then I know that it's accepted and it's accepted. And therefore, it's for sure that he's better. And if it doesn't go smoothly, then I know it's not working. So they sat down and marked down the time exactly when it was. And uh, they, when they came back from Gamliel, he said, I, I, I swear to you that in the moment that, that he said it's, it's good, it, that's exactly when it was because... Uh, that's exactly when my son was lying there in bed, and all of a sudden he bro- his fever broke, and he asked for some water right at that time. So it was exact as he said. Next we saw another story with Rabbi Mendoza. He went to study Torah by Rabbi Yochanan Menzake. Rabbi Yochanan Menzake had a, a sick son, and he asked Rabbi Chanina's student to pray for him, and he should live. And so uh, Rabbi Mendoza just put his head between his knees, 
davened and he got better. Rabbi Yochanan said about himself, he said, if I would have been Zakai, meaning myself, <coughs> would stick my head between my knees all day long, it wouldn't do nothing. Okay? So, um, uh, so, the, uh, so Rabbi Yochanan Zakai's wife is saying, What's, uh, is he greater than you? You're the rabbi, he's the Talmud, what's going on? So he says, no, he's not greater than me. But there's a difference. He is like a servant before the king. And I am like an officer before the king. And an officer, although he is on a higher stature than a servant, but he does not always have access to the king. It's only on special <coughs> occasions. And you don't always have the ear of the king. As opposed to a person who is a servant of the king. He walks in, barges in, whenever it is. He's there with the king at all times. And although he may not be on the higher stature, but in terms of his ability to pray, he's, uh, he, has, he has the ear of the king all the time. And that's the difference. Next we saw is Rabbi Chibar Abbas, the name Rabbi Yochanan, a person should not daven in a house that doesn't have windows. It's always better with windows. And then we quoted the Pasuk and Daniel to that effect. And we also saw Rav Kana said two things. That I don't like people who daven out in the open where there's no, no it, it's better to daven somewhere where there's walls and not open in an open valley. And um, uh, that's one thing. And uh, and uh, Rav Kana also said that uh, somebody who cla- who speaks out the verse that he did, even if he's trying doing tshuva, but still to speak it out is you should be embarrassed of that and not publicize it. It's just interesting. Tosos points out that uh, that uh, what what's pshat in the pasuk by Yitzchak Yitzchak basade. He went out to pray in the field. The field sounds like it's an open area. So yes, that is a question, and he says maybe that's talking about. It, the pshat is it was a really Hara Maria, and uh, he called Hara Maria a sade. Um, or it was uh, the, the, what we're talking about over here is an open valley that uh, there are people passing by. It's not. It's not. But if you're out in a, you know, in a field where nobody else is, so then it's fine to daven like that. Anyway, that's the pshat and that's where we got up to yesterday.